Laurel, Gary and Mark. Classic hits 4KQ. Well, US intelligence agencies are saying the Ukraine is literally hours away from being invaded by Russia. We've got Sarah Greenhouch, 7 News correspondent, who is in Kiev. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. Sarah, how serious is this? It's pretty serious. Um, You don't get these sort of warnings from the White House uh, unless it is serious, but you wouldn't know it walking around the capital of Ukraine. People here are remarkably calm. Uh, Life is continuing. People are at restaurants, cafes, uh, but there is this underlying concern uh, due to these warnings. Um, Russia has amassed 130,000 plus troops on this country's borders. They're currently carrying out these massive military drills uh, to the north in Belarus, to the south in the Black Sea and also to the east in Russia. And despite the fact that uh, Russia insists it has no plans to invade this country, it is certainly not showing any signs in de-escalating. Is this a little bit like China tends to do this as well with Taiwan? They do little military exercises and they just push and push the boundaries. Possibly. A real game of brinkmanship. No one knows what Vladimir Putin is thinking. He's the only one that actually knows how this is going to play out. Today, we had saw pictures that were broadcast on Russian uh, state television live of a meeting between Vladimir Putin and his top diplomat, Sergei Lavrov, and he asked Lavrov, does he think there is still room for diplomacy to try and get what Russia is demanding out of the West? Uh, Lavrov said he does. He thinks there is still room and that they should actually intensify talk. So on the surface, that seems like a really good sign, right? But then when you look at what is happening on the borders, and hear the intelligence that the United States is is suggesting it has, that an attack could take place in as little as 48 hours. Vladimir Putin has described, you know, the collapse of the Soviet Union as the greatest geopolitical disaster of all time, and he wants to take control of this country. How much involvement has the US had at this stage? It's believed that Biden has tried to speak to Putin to try and calm things to no avail? Yeah, so they had an hour-long phone conversation over the weekend, um, but it was seemingly pretty fruitless. There was no, you know, major breakthrough that came out of that. Uh, Putin has just spoken on the phone to Boris Johnson. Today we had the German Chancellor in Kiev speaking with Ukraine's president. The German Chancellor is actually heading off to Moscow tomorrow to try again with Putin. Uh, President Macron of France, he was there last week, so there's been meeting after meeting after meeting, and they're certainly still trying. They're not giving up. So war is not inevitable, um, but it just rushes words and what, is, what it is saying it wants to do is just so inconsistent with its actions and that's where the concern is coming from. If Russia were to make a big move, how swiftly would the retribution come? That's a tricky one. So all the countries have talked about these severe economic sanctions and I have no doubt that they would be imposed very quickly and that would hurt Russia because Russia, for example, supplies the EU with a third of its oil and gas supplies. But the problem in terms of actual military action is that Ukraine is not a member of NATO. It's not a member of that military alliance. So there is no way that the United States or um, the United Kingdom, for example, would be sending troops into Ukraine. So this would be a catastrophe for people here. It would get uh, very bloody very quickly. Um, you know, the US intelligence that came out a few weeks ago suggested there could be tens of thousands of casualties if Russia actually does launch a full-scale offensive. And on Friday, uh, the White House said that, you know, it, it, they expect this could potentially start with airstrikes and missile attacks. And even if Russia wants to try and be accurate with those You know, there are always accidents when it comes to these things. Earlier you mentioned what Putin wants. In a nutshell, what would it take for him to stop? For NATO to give a guarantee that Ukraine will never be allowed to join the military alliance. He doesn't want NATO and the West 
to continue this expansion eastward. Uh, he wants a rewind for the borders to go back to how they were in 1997. It is really complicated. It's not a simple solution, but he, he doesn't want NATO on his doorstep. So I think that would probably help. I think someone summed it up so wonderfully the other day that all of this, all of these talks, these months of tensions, basically comes down to, you know, the six inches between Vladimir Putin's two years. He's the only one who knows how this is going to play out. Sarah Greenhouch, Seven News correspondent in Kiev. Thanks for your time, Sarah. Thanks, guys. It's Laurel, Gary and Marco.